Okay, my friends, our spring into weight loss challenge is on. It is live. We are, it is happening right now. If you would like to join us, go to a womanofwellness.com forward slash spring to jump right in. In this weight loss challenge, we are focusing on creating habits that support your goal of weight loss and body change. By the end of the challenge, you will walk away with a tangible exercise, movement, and nutrition plan and the skills, both physical and mental skills, to continue with the plan so that you can see weight loss results in your life. I'm really excited for this. I hope you'll join us. We are kicking everything off this week, so go to awomanofwellness.com forward slash spring to learn more, to sign up, and invite a friend. Invite a friend to join with you. We are continuing our weight loss series on the podcast this month and today is a little bit more of a heart-to-heart episode. We're going to be talking about the expectation of weight loss and what that means. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, my friends, let's talk about this topic of the expectation of weight loss. What do I mean by that? What am I talking about? A lot of women that I work with one-on-one and in our um, wellness academy enter in, live, I guess, exist in a constant space of expectation of weight loss all the time. Constantly thinking about weight loss, constantly weighing themselves, constantly looking for change, hoping for change. Just this idea that our brains are centered around weight loss. And I'm wondering if this describes you. Do you live in the expectation of weight loss all the time? This could mean you are living in weight loss mode all the time. So you're always paying attention to your meals, whether or not you're tracking or actually following through, 
the mental energy is going into, I should or shouldn't eat this, I should track this, right? It's, it's either we're act actively tracking and trying um, or also actively thinking about it all the, all the time. You're living in weight loss mode. And maybe you are also feeling like the scale should be changing all the time. So you're weighing yourself and just praying that you don't see that number go up. Like it's just this constant weighing yourself, measuring constantly, like I can't go up, I can't go up, like that fear of increase, body weight increase, right? And this is an exhausting place to live, as you might know, right? This idea of constantly living in weight loss mode, but not necessarily getting the results, the constant results of weight loss, but you're living it. Is this making sense? I'm, hope, I'm, hope, I'm hopeful this is making sense where we just exist in our brains in weight loss mode all the time. And that's all we're constantly thinking about. So we approach food from a place of thinking about weight loss. We approach exercise from a place of weight loss right? Is this enough calories? Am I going to burn enough calories? Am I eating too many calories? Is this too many calories to put in my body? Like we're constantly thinking about it. That's what I'm talking about when I'm saying we're living in the expectation of weight loss all the time. But here's the thing. When we're living in it, we have to ask ourselves, am I actively doing the things that I think should cause weight or would expect me to lose weight. And sometimes that answer differs from the things that we think and do each day, right? We're looking at the scale, praying that it doesn't go up, but then we're not honoring our hunger and fullness. We're overeating. We're not moving our body. We're we're not doing those things that we would expect weight loss, but for some reason we're so attached to the concept of weight loss that we expect it all the time, even though we're not actively performing behaviors that might cause weight loss. So I want to help you today get to a place where we understand how to define and basically how to get to a place where we can expect weight loss, like where we can understand the expectation and the results that we would expect to, re to get based on the actions that we're taking, okay? So when should we expect weight loss? Well, there's two different times that we would expect weight loss. One, you're in an active weight loss stage, actively trying to lose weight. This means you're actively increasing your output, right? Your, your movement, your calorie burn, and actively decreasing your intake or dropping your calories a bit, right? If we are doing those two things or, or even potentially one of those two things, but if we do one of them, we would see less weight loss, right? Like we just have to kind of think how much expectation as well. So if we're actively doing those things and they are more than our normal, then in this situation, we should, 
it would be okay for us to get into a place of expecting weight loss. I would expect to see a change because I am making intentional changes, right? And that's the second thing that I wanted to talk about is also just intentionally making some of those significant changes. So we're going to talk, or I guess we talked about it last week on the podcast, um, where there's two different approaches to weight loss. It, the first approach is, you know, creating habits that support a lifestyle of weight loss. So changing your habits that typically takes, it's a little bit slower of a process of weight loss, but it's a little bit more sustainable, right? And we also have an intentional process where we step into time bound scenarios of intentional weight loss and, we spend those that time working on that. And then we go back to maintenance, right? So we would expect to see weight loss if we are being intentional about making some changes, right? Even if we're not saying, oh, I'm stepping into two weeks or four weeks, but instead I'm saying, I'm increasing my movement, intentionally increasing my movement. I'm intentionally honoring my hunger and fullness and stopping when I'm 70% full. I'm intentionally meal planning so that I'm getting um, a good amount of nutrients and the appropriate numbers, right? And ratios and all of that. Then I would expect to see body change. Okay. And this is where, you know, women come in to me and say, I can't lose weight or I'm struggling. It might be my hormones. It could be this or that. And I would never discount those because that is possible. But sometimes, this is a hard pill to swallow, sometimes we're expecting weight loss without actually doing anything about it. Just living in it emotionally all day long. So when women come to me and ask, and, and ask those questions and say, I'm, I, I can't lose weight, I, I want to lose weight, I can't lose weight, and I'm not seeing the results, well, I ask them about their habits. I ask them, what are you doing to lose weight? And I usually get a pretty wishy, wishy-washy, is that the right word? A wishy-washy answer, right? Oh, you know, I'm trying to do this or I'm trying to do that. And I say, well, would we expect to see weight loss with that kind of approach? And usually it's a bit of an eye-opener, okay, to understand, well, it's okay. It doesn't matter that that's where you're at. Like that's not good or bad. It just is. But we can't sit there and say, I should be seeing weight loss when I'm wishy-washy with my habits, right? I'm up and down. I overeat on the weekends. I restrict and then I binge. I don't honor my fullness, my hunger and fullness. So I overeat a lot or I don't move my body very much. So one of the first things that we actually do inside the academy is um, what we call kind of an awareness journal where you create an awareness of your habits. And we look and we see, okay, well, are your habits supporting the change that you want? And the results are often very eye-opening and that's okay. And that's good, right? It's just like when you think about a budget, when we, when you think about a budget and the first thing that they tell you to do is to track your spending, to see what you're already doing. We don't know how we can make changes unless we know what you're already doing. And then from there we can say, oh, I see this space that needs to be tweaked and this space that needs to be tweaked. Okay. So that's a space where 
it's important to identify, okay, would we expect weight loss or not? And I wanted to, I wanted to quickly cover when should we not be in the mental state of expectation of weight loss? I think this is really important because there are times and seasons of our lives and actually we shouldn't be existing in weight loss most of the time. It should only be small spurts because weight loss is putting our body in a deficit. It's pulling resources from our body. It is causing us to, um, it's kind of putting our body in a situation of stress. And the goal, the ultimate goal of weight loss really is the ability to maintain the weight loss, right? To, to continue, um, living and maintain your body weight as a result of the changes that you made. That's the number one goal. So there are times in our lives and a lot of time that we also should not be expecting weight loss. What are these? The first is when you are healing and healing means a lot of things. There is a physical healing that comes with lots of life things, right? Postpartum surgeries, um, any sort of physical healing that you may have to do. We don't want to expect weight loss because your body actually needs to be in a place of healing, not deprivation. Okay. So if you're physically healing from something, we wouldn't expect to see weight loss and we shouldn't expect to see weight loss, right? The other one is emotional healing. And we talk a ton about this in the Academy because we are conditioned with, you know, diet rules, diet mentality, all of that. And when women come in, we have a lot of relationship with food and body healing to occur. If you have lived in restriction mode for a long time, your metabolism needs healing. Your emotions need healing. If you have existed in binge, restrict, binge, restrict, your body needs healing and to be continually fed. To be fed. Your body needs to know that it's going to get fed instead of restrict and binge, restrict and binge, or continual restriction. There's a point where we can't restrict anymore, right? So a lot of times women will come in and they want, they want this quick weight loss. And we, we realize that we actually have to start with a season of healing and healing our body, both emotionally and physically becoming well-fed, becoming nourished, nourishing our body and learning how to create balance with nutrition so that we don't exist in those extremes. And in that situation, we're not expecting weight loss, right? We're not in an active weight loss stage because we're in a healing stage. And I want you to know something. There's nothing wrong with a stage of healing. And for whatever reason, we have the message that it's bad to gain weight. It's not. Sometimes weight gain is a sign of healing. That's not always the case, but sometimes it is the case. And we shame our bodies when they change. And we look for only what we might consider the right kind of change, which is weight loss. But I want to shift your perspective a little bit today to understand that sometimes healing is weight gain and that's okay. And it doesn't mean that you can't change it. It doesn't mean that you can't lose it. 
but we're so afraid of seeing that number on the scale go up that we'll do anything to prevent it. But the reality is we know that by continuing to pursue that, it's only causing more harm than good, right? Because it's not actually helping us lose weight, right? We still see the number creep up. We still don't get the results that we want. So I want to remind you that it's okay sometimes to be in a season of healing, both physically and emotionally. And you can create change from that place, but sometimes we've got to create healing first, okay? The second place that we would not expect weight loss is during a reverse diet. If you want to learn more about that, we talked about it last week on the podcast when we talked about stages of weight loss. And if you are have lived in restriction mode for a long time, if your body is significantly deprived of calories, then you might likely need to enter a season of reverse, which means increasing your calories. We have to, we have to, um, create some metabolic adaptation. We need to, we need to fix your metabolism. We need to turn it on. We need to fire it. And that is going to take some increase in calories. And it's a little fine dance that we do. I understand that. Um, it seems counterintuitive, but if you have restricted so low, we can't go anymore, right? You're going to hit a plateau and then we can't restrict anymore because your body needs that those calories to function. So we wouldn't really expect to see weight loss in a reverse diet. Does it mean it doesn't happen? It, it does sometimes happen, okay? But when we're increasing calories, we're not expecting to see weight loss. The other place where we might not expect to see weight loss is when we are making insignificant changes. What do I mean by this? Because you know that I'm an advocate for tiny habits adding up. So what do I mean by this? Inconsistent changes. So you go to the gym a couple times here and there, or you track your food a couple times here and there, or you are a weekend warrior and push yourself really hard for the weekend, or you eat really good during the week and then lose it all on the weekend. We probably know these scenarios all too well or we're not, you know, we're going on a 10 minute walk each day, which is great. Okay. We're not saying that, that it's not good because it's good. Especially if you're just starting out, we want to meet ourselves where we are, but we can't expect to see significant changes without significant changes, right? So if we're making small changes, we're, we might expect small outcomes. If we're making significant changes, we might expect significant outcomes. But so often we think that we're making these changes and the reality is, is they're just small and there's nothing wrong with that because small changes lead to big outcomes. But sometimes we expect significant outcomes from a short amount of time in those small changes, right? Small changes are important to think about, well, I've got to, instead of going from no gym to five days a week at the gym, I'm going to do three days a week, or I'm going to walk every day, right? Those are, those are significant changes in that we're building up habits, but we wouldn't necessarily expect to see insane results just by changing 
those small things up front. It's the small things that add up that lead to the significant changes. Does that make sense? So sometimes we think, oh, I'm doing a couple of these things. And we just have to understand, like, we're not going to expect to see huge numbers um, if these things are inconsistent or, you know, lower. And that's okay, right? We When we talk about um, creating change, it's actually really helpful to start slow because you decrease the barrier of entry, right? The activation energy it requires to get started so that you don't fizzle out. So the idea is that we should start slow and build up. We just can't expect that we're going to see immediate results with a slower start. And we we want those immediate results because that's what popular diet culture teaches us, right? Jump in for 30 days, change everything in your life, and you'll lose a significant amount of weight. Well, it makes sense. It makes sense that you're going to lose a significant amount of weight, but what happens at the end of 30 days? You don't even know what to do, right? You don't know how to maintain that. Your life was overhauled. So instead, what we're looking at is the slow and steady approach, right? Slow and steady wins the race. And then we'll get to a place where we could expect to see weight loss. You know what? I've been making these changes. I should be seeing somebody change. Let me go back to the drawing board and say, like, why am I not seeing these changes? Like, what do I need to work on? What do I need to tweak? Weight loss is a balance of learning, winning or learning. We, we, that's one of our um, phrases in the Wellness Academy is you're either winning or you're learning. So you're either seeing the results or you're learning something to help create the results, right? What am I not doing? What do I need to tweak? Oh yeah, you know what? I'm noticing that I'm like grabbing a treat after dinner every night. Or I notice that I'm not listening to my hunger and fullness cues. Or, you know, I'm not walking like I said I was going to. And then you identify that and say, oh yeah, well, I wouldn't expect to see results unless I'm inputting, unless I'm doing the thing, right? So those are the ways that we would not expect to see weight loss. The goal with this episode is to help you get out of living the exhausting life of the expectation of weight loss constantly. The constant measuring, weighing, the constant thinking about it, the constant stress over food. What should I eat? How much should I eat? Should I track it? Et cetera, et cetera. We're living in weight loss mode when the reality is, is there are only short small times and seasons where we should be thinking about those things, where we should be measuring. And then the rest is living. The rest is living. I have an invitation for you today to get out of the expectation of weight loss mode. Constant weight loss mode, right? The, the, it's not that I want to get away from saying, okay, well, I do want to lose weight, right? Or maybe I do want to create change. But what I'm saying more is just this like negative emotional state of constantly monitoring it and watching it and wishing and hoping and being frustrated and shameful because things aren't changing when why would we expect to see those numbers changing, right? They're not supposed, they're not meant to change all the time. So my invitation for you today is to Get out of the expectation of weight loss all the time. 
And how can we do this? I want to give you some tangible things to work on. First, ditch the scale when it is not needed for data points. There is no reason to weigh yourself unless you are actively trying to change it. Because that scale, if we get on there, is going to tell you something about your body. And unless you're using it to do something, right? Unless you're using it for data, not emotions, but for data, it's not going to serve you. It's going to only make you more frustrated. It's going to make you feel like a failure. It's going to cause you to feel shame for your body. The scale can be a tool if used correctly, but we don't need it all the time because the goal is that we live and exist and feel good in our bodies. That's the majority of the time that we want to feel. And when we're actively in a weight loss stage, we can bring the scale back out and use it for data, use it for measurement so that we can say, okay, I am expecting to see this change because I'm making these changes. And so then I know what to do when I don't see it change, right? Or when I do see it change, right? I, I know what I'm doing is working or I need to tweak a couple things. Ditch the scale when not needed for data points. This can be hard, I understand, but I want to invite you. I want to challenge you to try this approach and just see what happens with your mental health. Second, find joy outside of the weight loss pursuit. We call these this looking for non-scale victories. How can we find joy in the pursuit of wellness without weight being the center, the focus. I walked today outside and it felt so good for my mental health or for my body. I got more energy. I am learning how to balance my nutrition and I'm feeding my body in ways that feels good. And for that, I am proud. I, in, I, did a, I walked a mile today. That's a big thing for me. Or I ran a mile or I signed up for a 5K. Find joy in the lifestyle of wellness outside of the weight loss pursuit. Because the goal here is that you're living your lifestyle more than you're living in weight loss. And we need to be focusing more on the non-scale things. The non-measurement things, the living, the existing the utilizing of our bodies to do the things that we want to do to show up in the way that we want to show up. Number three, enjoy the season of maintenance. How often do we live in weight loss mode and forget to enjoy living? Forget to enjoy not measuring, not weighing, not tracking, right? That's a small season to help us get to where we want to be, right? To create some of those tweaks and changes, but it shouldn't be your lifestyle. It shouldn't feel like you have to measure and weigh every morsel of food that goes into your body because your relationship with food is more than just about weight loss. It's more than just about fuel. It's for enjoyment the enjoyment of your life, the enjoyment of food and what it does for you. So 
you know, when you're not in a state of active weight loss, enjoy the season of maintenance. Realize that you are capable of maintaining your weight in a beautiful way because you have balance and you don't exist in the extremes. And then my fourth invitation for you is to choose a season of weight loss and then expect weight loss. Okay? Choose a season. I say, I, we talked about this last week, any, any time frame from 2 to 12 weeks. More than that, there's a lot of mental exhaustion that comes. We, we, we usually need to return to, to maintenance um, by then. And so, you know, meet yourself where you are and choose that season of weight loss. Am I primed? Am I ready? Am I physically ready? Am I emotionally ready? And then I'm going to say for four weeks, I'm going to enter into a space of weight loss where I'm going to expect to see changes. And I'm choosing that season. And then when I'm out of that season, I'm looking to enjoy the maintenance and I'm adjusting as needed in maintenance, right? And I'm enjoying the balance that I've created. Okay, how are we feeling? I hope more than anything that you feel like you don't have to emotionally, mentally, or physically live in the expectation of weight loss all the time. It's exhausting, it's frustrating, it's discouraging, right? So take those take my invitation. And if you have questions or or you want you want help with this, um shoot me a message on Instagram, we can work through it. And like I said, we're join us in our challenge this week, our spring into weight loss challenge. We're going to help with this and you're going to have a plan and we're going to help you work through this and then join us inside the Wellness Academy. We can help you get to a place of healing with your relationship with food and your body. We can help you create a vision and goals for your life. We can help you create habits that support sustainable weight loss and we can help you when you are ready to enter a season of sustainable weight loss, intentional weight change. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope to see you in the challenge. I hope to see you in our wellness academy. There are so many amazing things happening over there. I love hearing success stories. And honestly, we have so many, so many non-scale victories happening in there. And I love bringing light to those too, because there's something really special about feeling good in your body and showing up in the body that you have for the life that you want to live and know that you don't have to wait any longer. You don't have to wait until your body is a certain size or looks a certain way to experience the joy of wellness and showing up the way that you want to. So thank you so much for joining me. Next week, we're kind of adding to this um, series. It's a little bit um, not specific on weight loss, but we're going to be talking about how to make habits stick because your ability to consistently perform habits is what's going to help you create sustainable weight loss, right? You're going to be able to sustain the weight that you lose, your body weight, or even if you don't lose any, but learning how to create those habits that stick and that you stay consistent with. So that's going to be your number one key success factor. I don't even know what the words I'm looking for is being able to maintain the habits that you've created for your lifestyle.
Okay. So we'll be back next week with that episode. Okay. My friend, if you love the woman of wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review. This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.